Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast dedicated to chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. As we say every week, we are your hosts. My name is Chris Alfick. And I'm still Connor Thompson. Yeah. And we still got love for the streets. (laughs) The Dre open. The Dre cold open. Smart. We're going to do 1990 this week. Let's do it. December 17th. Man killed in a shootout after dispute in a cab. A dispute among five men in a gypsy cab ended yesterday in the death of one of the passengers in a shootout with police on a Brooklyn street corner, according to police. When one of the passengers pulled a gun, Sergeant Tina S. Mormon, a police spokeswoman, said the cab driver drove over a curb and jumped out. The man with the gun fired at the fleeing driver but apparently struck another passenger, according to the sergeant. About the same time, one of two officers in a nearby patrol car fired a single shot toward the gunman. The police say that they were investigating the possibility that the shot also struck the victim, who died shortly after arrival at Kings County Hospital. Jesus. So the cops fire one shot and maybe hit the victim. There's certain things in life that make me feel like we're living in a simulation. This makes me feel like we're living in a simulation of like a Grand Theft Auto game. Everything about this article read... Like it's out of Grand Theft Auto, from the cab driver jumping out to the police shooting random uh, civilians, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. So moving on to December 18th, Rebel Republics say niet to Gorbachev's unity plan. The Republics of Moldova and Uzbekistan today delivered a powerful double blow to President Mikhail S. Gorbachev's plans to save the Soviet Union from breaking up. Most of the Moldovan delegates stalked out of the Congress of People's Deputies, the National Legislature, while Uzbek President Islam Karimov lashed Moscow for what he called decades of mismanagement and exploitation. Gorbachev says he wants Soviet citizens to vote this winter in a referendum on whether to sign a unity pact. I'm sure communism went on for decades to follow. Vote is a strange word for what happens in Russia. Oh, I mean... Vote. Yeah. December 19th. OC to sell ranch seized in drug raid. Despite vociferous objections from Sheriff Brad Gates and his supporters, Orange County supervisors voted Tuesday to sell the 213-acre Rancho Del Rio, seized in a 1985 drug raid, rather than turn it into a narcotics enforcement training center. The vote repealed earlier board actions to sell the land, and it did not come as a surprise. The county staff had recommended selling the property, valued at $1.4 million. Board Chairman Don R. Roth argued that the sale was necessary given the county's current budget woes. Hmm. Drug villa being used for narcotics training. That's pretty baller. Oh yeah, that sounds really... That sounds almost like a fantasy camp. So cool. Like, the fucking sheriff... If Kickstarter was around, he could have bought it. And made it a training facility slash fantasy camp for, like, your DEA drug runner fantasies, you know? All right, you know, we're going to play shirts and skins, drug runners, and DEA for a weekend, like, a few hundred bucks each. Escape room on steroids. Yeah. That'd be fun. This might be a good idea. This might be a good idea. Like, injecting injecting some anabolic steroids and going into escape room? That's correct. That's exactly what you meant. Yeah, we're on to something here. Yeah. Stuck in the 90s. Support steroids. Fuck. How many things have we said that we support that we definitely don't? A lot. But then there's also the things that we definitely do support. 
stuck in the 90s. We say whatever. Like, on December 20th, Tim Berners-Lee completes the first test for the first webpage at CERN. Is uh, that you know, noteworthy? The first webpage at CERN? Well, no, I mean, but Tim Berners-Lee is basically behind the actual yeah. internet. And, no, you know, true. I thought it was fitting this week, given the, uh, you know, internet, 1990 to 2017. Oh, no, I, I didn't mean, like, is this noteworthy? Like, why'd you put it in here? I meant, is this noteworthy? As in, like, how did you find this? Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that makes so sense. So it's at least wiki noteworthy. Fair enough. December 21st. Also, though, that is really cool. Oh, yeah. December 21st. Gift ideas out of the mouths of teens. Though Hanukkah gift giving has ended, there remains just a little more than a weekend to get in last minute Christmas shopping. To help mothers and fathers with gift selection, Hot Topic asks, what is the most popular gift within economic reality parents can give their teenagers? Quick aside, it's not the store Hot Topic. That's just the like the column, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, like, oh, today in the LA Times, hot topic. Oh, the hot topic section. Yeah. I see. What do the teenagers want for Christmas? Is it drugs? Is it guns? Is it... Well, well, you'll find out. Here's a number of teenagers. All right, let's dive in. Freedom and trust. To respect their thoughts and let them go places with their friends. Just basically respecting their judgment. That was the wish of Heather Reed, 14. She's a square. (laughs) Tessa Goss, age 16. She's cooler. Much cooler. She wants a Nintendo because it develops hand-eye coordination. That might be the worst excuse to get a Nintendo. Yeah, it develops hand-eye I love coordination. It, this is fantastic. No, like, I I can see right through that, but I respect her so much for it. Okay, lame wad Christian Corbo, age seventeen, wants the gift of knowledge. Educate the youth of the world about sexuality. Oh, Christian, yeah, that took, that's, an, that took that's, an unlame wad turn that, at the yeah, end. Yeah, that took a spicy turn. Yeah, Steve Chuck, age eighteen, wants either a chia pet or the clapper, one or the other. And that's why we are doing this article. This is fantastic. Yeah. I own a clapper. Really? They're great. Yeah. I did torch my first one though. It lit on fire a little bit. That's uh, That sounds like some 1990s electrical safety. Yeah. Okay. Some of the other good wishes on here. Leather jacket. Who cares? Uh, accessories that are tacky and loud, like my personality. Such an edgy oh, wow. 16-year-old. Okay. Let's close it out on this one. A motorized big wheel. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. I mean, a couple others. Encyclopedia Britannica, because that was relevant. A CD player, because that was relevant, and a computer. Okay. Neat. Those are, yeah, those are solid. Yeah. Those are, those are some good stuff in the 90s. The only thing really missing, probably because this is in LA, is a fucking GT Snow Racer. GT Snow Racer. With yeah. The, with the Brett Hull poster. That's oh, yeah. the one you want. This is very not relevant for the inhabitants of LA. Correct. Yeah. December 22nd. Horses test positive for cocaine. 12 trainers charged by board. Wow. Yeah. Horses on crack. In a cocaine-drugged investigation reminiscent of the furor that rocked California racing circles two years ago, so this isn't the first time, mm-hmm. five thoroughbred trainers will be prevented from entering horses when Santa Anita opens Wednesday. I assume that's some sort of horse racing thing. Probably. In all, 12 tra- trainers have been accused by the California Horse Racing Board of running horses that tested positive for a metabolite of cocaine. The biggest name is Blaine Schwanevelt a premier quarter horse trainer who won the $250,000 Champion of Champions race with Dash for Speed at Los Alamitos uh, Saturday night. This was a huge article, and almost none of it was actually about horses on coke. 
There's a big world of racing, apparently. Oh, horse racing is huge. It still is. But yeah. it, I think it used to be much bigger. It feels like an older generation. Yeah, like going to the activity. going to the horse races. Yeah, you know, wearing like a, a thick coat and also though being on edge. At some point, this you know next year, we should get absolutely hammered and go to the horse races. That yeah. sounds like a fun afternoon. That does. A fun afternoon. More on a this. fun early morning activity. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, December 23rd. Man is set on fire and dies in an attack in his apartment. Jesus. Merry fucking Christmas. A 59-year-old Manhattan man died early yesterday morning after being beaten and set a fire in his apartment in a Lower East Side building that he helped to rebuild. Holy crap. Yeah. The that's victim. fucking a shitty Christmas gift. The victim, Steve Toth, an out-of-work welder, this keeps getting worse, was killed, apparently by someone he had allowed into his apartment at 336 East 4th Street, a police spokeswoman, Sergeant Edward Burns, said. That's a very good police name. Yeah, it does. It, it Sergeant is. Edward Burns. He had moved into the building, renovated under the city's urban homesteading program in October. Friends of Mr. Toth painted a picture of a lonely man who said he'd lost a wife and child in a fire more than 20 years ago. That's even worse. Oh my god. This is horrible. How does this happen in a movie? He drank heavily and spent much of his time with people on his street and in a nearby shantytown, they said. His life revolved around the work he did for a housing group that is rehabilitating 14 abandoned buildings on the Lower East Side. This is horrible. Oh yeah, it's fucked. But it also really encompasses the 90s. I've mentioned this before. Those, like, guys on fire was such a popular thing back then. It really was. Yeah, I mean, this is a little more fucked real, up. and yeah. yeah, because of that, completely fucked up. Yeah. But, like, why wasn't this a, maybe it was, why wasn't this a TV movie, like, a Fox made-for-TV movie in the mid-90s feature, and with, like, all the promos having, like, that man in the fire suit walking around? I think you mean a Disney made-for-TV movie. Ooh. Did they buy just, yeah, did they buy just they, the Fox I think Networks, I think like, like that. Yeah. Not I know they didn't buy Fox News. No, no, I think it was just Century, isn't it? Like Century, 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they've got rights to the Simpsons and Sunny and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, D is now a Disney princess. Oh yeah, I guess she is. Sweet D. Disney princess. <laughs> the Disney princess of Philadelphia, oh, where God. the sun always shines. Let's close out this horrible week. I'm not used to that. Guys, we added in a leap day because it was this week or the next. And, you know. Yeah, you're getting bonus quality content right now. We all, we wanted to end on a positive note. We don't. Um, Fuck. So today, Tammy Homolka oh, was good. drugged. Yeah. Drugged, raped, and murdered by Carla Homolka, her sister, and Paul Bernardo in St. Catharines. Fuck um, those fucks. Oh, yeah. This was a really fucked up thing that happened so close to home. Uh, in Uncomfortably close to home. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. Like. It's not Even okay. Reading about it now and just hearing about the names and the places and just being like, shit, I know exactly where that is. Like, yeah. I've walked down this street. I've trespassed on that property. Correct. Like, it's really fucked up. Um, so, in our attempt to at least, we're going to, we got to inject some Christmas cheer after this, but our, in our attempt to end out the week of news on a bit of a positive note, a truck spills acid on Texas freeway. Of course it did. That's not that bad. Well, no one was killed. Okay. Decontamination c crews worked for eight hours Sunday to clean up 10,000 gallons of acid 
that spilled after a tanker truck skidded on an icy Interstate 10 in Baytown. Department of Public Safety spokesman David Wells said the eastbound tanker was carrying 40,000 gallons of hydrochloric acid solution from Freeport to Beaumont. I don't know any of these places. Driver Leon Tremont of Freeport told officers the truck hit ice on the roadway at about 6 a.m. and skidded into a guardrail. The tanker struck the guardrail and ruptured before bouncing into, bouncing into a ditch and spilling about a fourth of its load. Wells said police blocked off the area, and a hazardous materials squad was rushed in to clean up the spilled acid. So a really a happy, a happy Christmas ending right there. The acid was, you know, most of it got to its destination. Good God. All right, let's move into movies and music. In the top spot, fan favorite. Oh, yeah. Home Alone. Imagine being a little older than we were, you know, able to think and do stuff like that. Object permanence. Correct. If we were six, seven... Imagine seeing Home Alone in the theater for the first time. And living in fear every day of the sticky bandits. If Kevin McAllister can take him off. Well, I mean, he was really smart. He was, he was, smart yeah, no, he was smarter than I was, for sure. He was smarter than the average bear. It's true. Yeah. It would have been such a good experience. Oh, man, those wet bandits. Fucking. Oh, my God. Was... Kindergarten Cops number two. Yeah, Kindergarten Cops is a good one. Yeah, I love Obviously, it. it is not a tumor. Yeah. I want to have a marathon of... Arnold movies that aren't action movies. Like his DeVito movies. Yeah, the DeVito years is what I was going to say. Yeah, this, Jingle All the Way. The ones where he's playing not serious roles. Those are some of my favorite Arnold movies. Much in the same way that, like, Dwayne Johnson has become a family name. It's so weird. Looking back on that, like, I remember thinking, why is he... Why is he acting? Yeah, why is The Rock in the fucking Mummy sequel? Why is The Rock in an episode of Star Trek Voyager? Stay yeah. in your lane, buddy. But He did it, though. Yeah, he, he made it work. And you know what? Okay, we're getting off on this a tangent This episode is here. brought to you by The Rock. Man, I wish. Ugh. You know, in a way it is. In, in our hearts, it's brought to you by The Rock. Yeah. I feel like some of the nicest people out there are some of the, like, athletes turned actors. You know, Schwarzenegger's a pretty good dude. The Rock's a good dude. Uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews is like a dude among dudes. True. Even, uh, I've heard some pretty good interviews with, uh, that guy, that, that John Cena. John Cena, like, isn't, I believe that he is granted more wishes for the Children's Wish Foundation than any other person really? on the planet. And that's, yeah, like, some I think of these that's professional a thing. athletes, they're not just, like, dumb jocks or, like, assholes. Some, some athletes are. Michael Vick, but fuck, there's some good ones out there, and it makes me happy. Dave Bautista, he, uh, True. yeah, like, he's really dedicating himself to the craft of acting, and he's doing a good job of it. Yeah, wasn't a huge fan of Guardians 2. Thor 3 is what Guardians 2 should have been. I completely I, I agree. I liked Guardians 2, but it definitely wasn't the first it one. It was lacking. Yeah. All right, let's, let's end it for movies there. Yeah. Uh, there's not much by else talking about almost nothing from the 90s. Uh, Jingle All The Way, that was a good Christmas movie. Yeah. Just throwing that one out there. Home Alone. Yeah. Let's talk about Christmas music because, we, you know, music I in 1990, we're not. I am already sick of it. Yeah? And I don't really, li like, I don't listen to Christmas music on the radio. The only time I, I hear it is if I'm in a store. I have been listening almost exclusively to, like, uh, our local station that goes Christmas for the year, Star 102.5 out of Buffalo. Yeah. And... I have a good time with it. Once in a while, I hear a song and I'm just like, no, I have to change it. But 
a good 60-70% of the time for the last month, I've been listening to Christmas music. Well, as long as you enjoy it, that's what matters. It just, I find it weird that we pick one month a year to listen to the same, like, 20 songs. few dozen songs on repeat. It's too much for me. It's such a strange phenomenon, and it's even weirder from, like, I agree with you, but I have... But I've bought into it. I'm I'm indoctrinated into this month, month and a half of listening to the same shit. Yeah, but I mean, it's okay though. Isn't that what the Isn't that what terrestrial radio is? Terrestrial radio, listening to the same shit on repeat, pretty much. Yeah, it, and you know what? Satellite radio too. Fuck satellite radio. It's just slightly different of the same shit with no commercials. I thought there'd be variety. There isn't. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, there's really not not a hell of a lot going on there. Yeah. Okay, so for this week's 90s spotlight, I, I think I pulled up the, I think this is the 92 Sears toy catalog. Okay. Oh man, there's some, check out the Barbie limo. So... We're going to we're going to walk you through what it was that you were buying in 1992 from the Sears toy catalog. Apparently the Barbie limo. You got to scroll way down. It's super boxy. There's a ton of Barbie stuff here, like pages and pages of it. It's kind of cool though. This is, you know, before you had a lot of computer editing going on, so all this shit was laid out by hand probably or primarily. There's a whole section of like fake sewing machines. That's weird. The title of the section is It's So So Easy. easy. Hey, but you can save $5 on sewing machines when you also buy AC adapter. Holy shit, it doesn't come with power? Yeah, but that's that's a Nintendo thing too. Now it is. Yeah. A fucking NES game with a goddamn power adapter. Sears has been fucking us over since 92, damn it. At least since, well, I mean, they're not anymore. The pain has, has stopped. You know? I mean, they're they're still going out of business. No, they're aren't they done? I thought they're done now. At least the one in our mall is done. Really? In Hamilton, yeah. The I one think, in Limeridge is closed. I think the one in Mapleview is still open. Oh, it was okay. like a week ago. Okay, but I mean, it's the it's it's it's, it's on its dying breath. Fair enough. Um, I'm scrolling through. There oh my are god! A lot of there's another dolls. There's another pun. Ah, just yes. Just horsing around for horse the section on yeah. Oh, good. Jesus, there's two whole pages on horse toys. There's a lot of, like, setups for kids for, like, pretend cooking and pretend cleaning. Yeah, the indoctrination begins young. These are not fun toys. All right, here we go. Sesame Street. There's, like, a little basketball net. That's fun. A little bowling set. That looks really familiar. I don't know if I had that, but I've definitely seen it before. Oh, you know what's always cool? Where are the cool toys? I'm sick of this Fisher Price bullshit. The see and say stuff. Oh, the speak and spell? Uh, no, no, not, not the speak and spell. Oh, the... see and say. Yeah, I've... there were there Which were. Which one spells? is the knockoff of the other? Uh, I don't know. Mm. Tooling around—that's a pun that really doesn't hold. Ooh, high tech. Check out this old computer. This kid has typed in the high tech is happening. Horse? Did you write horse? He wrote horse, and maybe he's playing horse online with somebody. Uh, there's no way this oh, computer yeah, no, it's is online. Not hooked up to the internet. Uh, you know what's pretty cool? Mm. This enormous toy cell phone. That is oh, it's like a Zach Morris sized toy cell phone. That's fun. Yeah. All right, let's scroll down to something interesting. Holy here. fuck! Okay, I'm kind of warming up to the puns again. Yeah. So there's a whole section on wooden toys. We've got blocks. We've got wooden castles. You know, stuff like that. Title, Wouldn't It Be Nice. That's not okay. Oh, do you guys, do you remember Meccano? 
Yeah, I remember Meccano. They sell, this is Erector. Erector sets? <laughs> but it's Meccano branded. I think it'd be really funny if that had a pun that's like rising to the occasion. Did you ever have a telescope phase? Did you have a telescope phase in the 90s? I had a telescope at some point. Yeah, I, I did think it's too. just that, that age where your parents think you're old enough and responsible enough to shell out like 30 bucks on a beginner telescope. I had one of those and then I had a more serious one. Yeah. Space I mean, is dope. Yeah, space is real fucking dope. And that'd be something I'd like to get back into at one point. Oh, you can get you can get telescopes now that you can hook up your iPad to and then like point to a constellation on the iPad and the telescope will move. That's uh that is dope. The future is now. Oh yeah. Oh man, look at this Batmobile. That, that is, is the fucking coolest. You know those enormous. look like out Yeah, like a little tent toy kind of thing yeah it's like a half a bed sized yeah i am a big fan of that and a lot of this stuff is pretty awesome did you ever have creepy crawlers was that a thing you had i think so but i'm not sure it was like the boy version of um uh what are those easy bake ovens that's oh. it there was a so the yes. creepy crawler one that I had was just had to make that. plastic creepy crawlers. Yeah, you make like weird scorpions yeah, and but bugs then, and shit. But then there was a second edition that was edible. I remember that. I didn't have that. I didn't have that Do one you either. The, the, the die cast molds. Yeah, those were legit. Those, those were, were high quality. Those were pretty legit. Yeah. Oh, these early '90s toys like this is advertising baseball cards, like hockey cards, football, upper deck. Oof, this is some old stuff. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the holy shit. They have a section on comic books. This is There's, legit, man. This is a lot of fun. I I wish we still had a toy catalog like this. Even if Amazon could put out something. Oh, there's an idea. If Amazon had like a mail order Christmas catalog, not even a mail order one, because you know they wouldn't do it. No, but I mean, but if just, if you could though, like yeah. if they sent out a catalog and in the back of it there was a mail order slip. That'd be pretty fun. How fun would that be? Yeah. But like they're, some of their gift guides for all the stuff that's on Amazon, for all the cool stuff, it's it's miles above what you can find in a Sears catalog. But their gift guides aren't that good. True. Like they're just Ooh. automatically generated and yeah, there's nothing, there's no curation. Okay, so I think next time we should, speaking of curating, next week when we do this with a different catalog we should pick out some favorite toys to discuss that's a good idea but i would like to leave you on do you remember so this this category is called sight and sound they're disney books like there's little mermaid and peter pan but they also have the buttons yes vertically running along the right hand side yeah and you would push the corresponding button to the senior on and it would make that sound whatever it was so like the little mermaid there was like splashing and Mm -hmm. I, I don't know sea noises yeah sea noises <laughs> uh maybe like a, just a little like two second sound bite that's like do 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 yeah yeah i think like th- there was a lion king one i was gonna say i remember the lion king yeah one. with like lion roars and I, i'm pretty sure they were little voice clips uh like really really too. short like two or three seconds yeah two or three seconds low quality but they were pretty cool do you remember and is that a specific memory cool neat they still make those they still uh, they still make those really that's extra cool i'm surprised it's not just like an a companion app you download also if that's not a thing it should be it really should be yeah all right well read with little voice clips 
Yeah, so next week we'll we'll plan ahead, we'll pick one, and then we'll pick out like the toys we want to talk about. Yeah. Instead of sifting through and reading puns. That being said, I feel good about just I do the nostalgia too. that's pouring out of me. Yeah, I feel pretty happy it. right now. Ah, <sighs> good stuff. Okay. Well, moving on, as always, stuck in the nineties, we gotta pay the bills somehow. Even if we're making up how we're paying the bills. You know, that's uh sometimes creditors take little bits of string and buttons, right? Fuck, speaking of made-up money, yep. Dogecoin hit, like, half a cent. Should have invested. I've got, like, 300 bucks in Dogecoin now. Which used to be 60 bucks in Dogecoin. I know. It's, like, it's quadrupled in the past month. How- and I feel good about that for this thing I haven't touched since 2014. So, on a scale of 0 to 100%, how much would you like to cash out right now? Like, 2%. Wow. You're in it for the long haul. I am to the moon. Yeah, I'm riding this fucking train to the moon. Much wow. Anyway, stuck in the '90s is brought to you by the relief you feel when the toast you smell burning isn't you having a stroke. Oh, I smell burnt toast. Those Canadian heritage moments. Yeah, you Americans might not know. Yeah, if if you ever are with a Canadian and you smell the hint of burnt toast. And they start getting a little panicked and maybe cupping their hands over their nose or putting their mouth in their shirt. It's because they want to make sure they're not having a stroke because they played these Heritage Minutes on repeat through that decade. Oh my god. And they were I think great. it just burned a fear oh, into definitely all of us. Did. Oh, but the, yeah, the Heritage Minutes were good. In this case, this Heritage Minute was about, a, a like, this woman was in brain surgery. And they were asked, like, weren't they poking different parts of her brain? Yeah, and it was some Canadian who discovered something to do with brain surgery. Yeah, obviously we didn't pay enough attention because no, we, we were, were paralyzed, crippled by fear. Anyway. Yeah, Stuck so, in the 90s is brought to you by that fear. And, but more specifically... The relief when you know it's all clear. Wow. And there's just some toast that's been left in a little too long. Yeah. As always, you can find us on the internet for now until uh, until the FCC gets its way at StuckInThe90sPodcast.com, Facebook.com slash StuckInThe90sPodcast. Twitter is Sit90s, I think. Sit stands for Stuck In The... Um, you know, Instagram, send us an email at stuck in the 90s podcast at gmail.com. You can be a $10 sponsor. We can love you. We can be afraid of you. We can do whatever you want. Also, Tally said it was that stupid heritage minute it was about seizures, not strokes. See, this is how crippled by fear we were. No. Yes. What? Yes. Yeah, see, I didn't. I, don't, I still don't believe her. <laughs> this woman. Yeah. Would smell burnt toast right before as she was having a seizure. That does sound really familiar. And then when they were doing the brain surgery to try to stop her from having the grandma seizures. That's when they poked that part they of were her brain. Around and that she was, was it. Like, hey, I smell burnt toast. They're like, yay, this is the part. Yep, that sounds right. I don't like this. Are you sure there wasn't anything about a stroke in there? Well, they're all brain things, but it wasn't a stroke, it was a seizure. All right. You seem very sure of that. Hold on. This is from CanadianHeritage.com. Our most requested heritage moment. Have you ever smelled freshly ground coffee beans and then found that no one else was making coffee? What's your first reaction? If you're like most people, it's I'm having a seizure or I'm having a stroke. What? Pretty much every single Canadian. I'm reading this now. Every single Canadian knows exactly what you're talking about when you say I smell burnt toast. It's become shorthand for I think I'm having a stroke. Ha! I literally just searched stroke heritage minutes on YouTube. I didn't even spell heritage right. <laughs> and I got it. 
So you know what? We've got some uh, we've got some more research to do. We'll catch you next week in the nineties. For now, the podcast, the podcast is, is having a stroke. Stro- <laughs> Smelling burnt toast.